Hey, this is Elaine. Welcome to episode 13 of Beholding Out for a Hero, where the sidetrack is the main track. Last we left off, Kitty was unconscious, so hopefully she won't die. <laughs> Enjoy the episode! One, two, three, clap! Spelling bee as in, like, when we start spelling things out, like, how do you spell that? As in a wizard who's also a bee. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> exactly maybe we should all be bees that's my next character after patches next campaign all bees <laughs> guys we got it in one go this time we did yeah. right i i'm going <laughs> self-threatening I was like, what are we waiting for? We're waiting for me. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Beholding Out for a Hero, where the sidetrack is the only track. I am Nico, the DM for this campaign, and today's session question... <laughs> that was on purpose, right? Yes, that was on purpose. Okay, just <laughs> Thank you for checking. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's, I have it written right here, but sometimes I just can't fucking read. Sidetrack is certainly a track. <laughs> Can you imagine if we got our title and our intro wrong? It's just like, we don't know. We're an off-brand campaign right now. Water Hello. Brand. Welcome to Hero of Beholding. <laughs> welcome to Looking for a Fella. Mirror, mirror on the hero. <laughs> Who's the nearest of the Dero? <laughs> it's Bambi. He's close. But today's session question is, what is the best use, use of Patch's absorbent properties? It's a mouthful. I would say that Patch's would be excellent at, you know, cleaning up slip hazards. Mm. He could soak mm -hmm. them right up. What if it's acid? <laughs> he could also soak that up. It's not recommended, but he, he can and he has. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> courtesy of kitty <laughs> he's done it before that's true and if we if we play our cards right that won't be the only time <laughs> oops already reyna you go okay hi i'm reyna and i play gem the elf rogue <laughs> See, I remember to introduce myself this time. That's two out of five. We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best uses of Patches's absorbent properties would be for um, cleaning windows on high-rise buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Stick them on a hole. And uh, there you go. <laughs> Patches, the true ShamWow. You're only being used for cleaning so far. <laughs> <laughs> also john is going last right oh absolutely <laughs> okay popcorn elaine hi i'm elaine i play kitty with an ie and mine is not a cleaning related property oh. kind of i was thinking because patches is a teddy bear he would be good to cuddle when you have to cry and just absorb the tears Oh, that's really sweet. That's a good one. And then you squeeze him out like a sham wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all just sham wows. Things patches ring. 
does that cause damage to patches? That's a great question. We'll never know. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ashley, and I play Miki, the tiefling bard. I was thinking about this in a really nerdy way, because this was a problem that happened recently at my manufacturing facility. Oh my god. <laughs> Instead of using desiccant, because, you know, someone might stick it in their mouth by accident, even though the packets say do not eat. You just put whatever needs to be dried off in a container with patches in it, and then patches does absorb the moisture like desiccant. <laughs> right. <laughs> Also, he doesn't need to breathe, so if it needs to be, like, an airproof container, it still works. Is that what happened when we found him? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't in an airtight crate. It was just a regular crate. <laughs> he was full of fluid, though. <laughs> I thought you said Patches is always dry. <laughs> yes. Internally. <laughs> His organs are always dry because he doesn't have any, but he, you know, if you dunk him in something... He comes at varying points of um, saturation. <laughs> Hi, I'm John, and I play Patches, who is a teddy bear paladin. Thus why he is so absorbent. Um, and I think the best use for Patches' powers would be, his absorbency would be, you could put, like, some soup broth in there, and then he could just carry it around in case of emergencies. <laughs> yeah, that's also a good one. Is he temperature regulated? He is not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you can only do this in cold environments. Ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how soon you need to drink the soup. Doesn't matter if it's cold outside. I realized I said I was Kitty, but I did not introduce... Kitty is a um, human <laughs> artificer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you did the introduction. Five out of five. I'm going to count that. Five out of five. Yay. Yeah. We yeah, did the bare all. minimum. <laughs> all righty. And with that, we're going to go into the session summary. We said it five minutes ago, but I can't remember who's going to do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Okay. Also, Nico, in honor of this intro, can I have an art piece where someone is wringing out of very wet patches <laughs> like that yeah. uh, like that one that i sent <laughs> yeah, <social> sure. <laughs> and if if i don't end up doing the art piece edit that out just edit it out <laughs> nobody will know no you guys keep in the bingo cards i say you keep this in <laughs> oh yeah that's true we've been talking about bingo cards for the past like five sessions uh-huh is it just a meta bingo card? Let your uh, let your promises haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> what if we add that to the bingo cards, talking about making yeah. the bingo cards? <laughs> Is the bingo card on the bingo card? Yeah, okay, I'll add it. <laughs> All right, so we finally made it to the masquerade ball that we got hired to, to be some muscle for to, to make sure that no roughhousing happens. We met Jocelyn DeBulbeck. She's the event coordinator. Othorin Zalastra, who is sponsoring the situation. And Riley McKinnon, who's the head of security. We got a quick tour of the building. We saw, you know, the upstairs area, the downstairs area. They have a basement, which was off limits. And then the party started. And 
while we were looking around, I noticed that there were um, there were more guards during the orientation than we actually saw on the floor. So Miki and I went to the top floor and looked around and made sure nothing bad was happening. Jem and Kitty took the took the floor. Kitty with an IE took the floor. And, uh, well, after we figured out that there weren't people around, we figured there's probably something in the basement. So, Kitty with an IE used her invisibility spell and, uh, headed downstairs to go see what, what was going on. And, uh, while she was gone, I don't know this yet, but she found a secret door <laughs> and, uh, and went inside and there was an auction of, like, some kind of crazy artifact. And then a big explosion happened. And so that's where, where I am, is I'm just upstairs and I've realized that an explosion has happened and it's coming from where Kitty came from. Or, or Kitty with an IE went, shit, fuck. <laughs> Very good. Very good summary. Thank you for that. <laughs> I always forget Patches always calls her Kitty with an IE. <laughs> <laughs> so we are picking up right after the explosion happened. The building is shaking and you guys have just seen a bunch of partygoers uh, rushing out of the basement itself. I assume you all want to follow in after where Kitty went? Yes. Can I have everyone roll a athletics or acrobatics check to try to get there quickly? Ooh. Wait, I forgot character cheats were a thing one minute. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's your bingo thing. Ashley forgets she needs stats. <laughs> or dice. It's either one or the other. Or yeah, someone no forgets something. Or no dice. Oh, those, those can be two. No character sheet can be one. No dice can be another. Well, we only have two left, so that's a good <laughs> I'm going to call my companion to come help me out whenever they um they're able to get here. Oh fuck, that's right. <laughs> from from the stables. Uh, and then I got a I got a 22. What are we rolling? Athletics or acrobatics? Thank you. Can you send that spell in the chat so I can take a look at it? Yes. This is this is something I would have had to do beforehand, but I would have done it during the during the week. Yeah, yeah. But we 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 talked about it before. And honestly, that would have been a good scene, and I'm sad that I didn't think of it until now. <laughs> Hold on, what was everyone's rolls again? Uh, I got a 19. Okay. I got a 23. Nice. 22. Nice. I did not roll. Yeah, Elaine, <laughs> you're in the room already. You don't need to roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're unconscious. I'm unconscious. Mm -hmm. oh, you sure are. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone weaves through the crowd or uh, pushes people aside. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Well, you know I'm pushing. Somersaults over at least three people. You are able to get down to the basement from uh, going upstream of the people fleeing. You're, get, you're able to get there relatively quickly. You see that from this basement that is not very lit, there is a portion of the wall that is swung open and you see light coming from that door following that door you are you see a lot of things happening in general so i'll describe in relation look at me describing things i wrote this down because we are an audio only podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's character so. development right there <laughs> dm level up <laughs> 
the door you're entering from is the so- on the southeastern corner on the southern wall. And it opens up and to your right, there is immediately a wall. That wall is lined with multiple wine racks with many, many bottles on it. Across from you uh, on the far end is the northern wall. That wall also has a few wine racks stacked up, pushed against the side of the wall to clear room for a stage, which is on the far side. Opposite corner from you, so the northwestern corner, is the corner with the hole in it. There is a large hole blasted in this, the side of the building and also the adjoining room. Um, so it's a, it's a corner from this room and a corner from the adjoining room. And where's Kitty? Is she just in the center? I'll get to there. I'll get to there. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the center of the room is littered with scattered rubble from the building and also chairs and stuff, uh, furniture that has been in the room and blown to various places. Um, so there are a few piles of things within the room itself. There are also a few bodies lying around, whether they are dead or unconscious, you are uncertain. As you enter, there are a couple things you immediately notice. You immediately see five people standing in the room. Four of them are dressed in dark clothes, obscuring their appearance. And the last one, at a glance, appears to probably be human, but it's hard to be certain. She is a short woman wearing a red and purple sweetheart dress with a petticoat that ends around the knee. She has gloves and heeled boots to match her outfit. Her outfit, uh, her dress itself, and also her accessories are accented with gold and gold jewelry, matching her gold mask. Her mask is that of a smiling beholder. Long lavender hair frames her face in two braided pigtails. You also notice that... Kitty is unconscious immediately to your right, right next to the door. She had slammed into some wine racks and is bleeding a little, but doesn't look to be majorly injured. But she is obviously visible and unconscious. Can I have everyone roll a perception check for me, please? 17. Nice. Ooh, garbage. 11. Okay. Uh... Ooh, so that'll be a 13. 13. Okay, so Miki and Patches, you also notice among the scene that Mr. Zolastra, the sponsor, and Miss McKinnon, the head of security, are also on the floor, either dead or unconscious. Let me take you all to a map. Sorry, (gasps) if... if, Just so I know, because Zolastra was one, right? Yeah. Yes. When changelings go unconscious, don't they change back to their original form? They do not. They stay whatever form they were they were last. Hmm. Huh. Huh. I think it's when they drop to zero hit points that they. I don't oh. remember. I did look this up recently though. So. The doorway is not extremely large, so pick who has piled into the room already and who has not. Uh, I had already put Kitty on the map, and also. I need, I'm going to need y'all to roll initiative, too, once Uh-oh. I get the everyone's um, stuff in. So give me give me two seconds to add your turn. How does that work for me? You're going to roll initiative, but you're not going to take your turn until somebody has woken you up. Okay. Fair is fair. I got a four. That is a ten. 
That's a nine for me. Uh, nine for Gem? Yeah. Ooh, I get to play with a whip this one. Ooh. Because that's what I said I took. I had a whip around my uh, wrist. Oh, that's right. What do I have? Shoot, what did I say I brought in? <laughs> no one remembers, but it wasn't your um, pack. Yeah, you do not have your your bag of holding. I don't know words today, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. As we, as we run in here, I uh, unscrew my cane sword from the cane. <laughs> and I have the sword in one hand and the cane in the other. And I'm going... I've got an emergency bludgeon. <laughs> I rolled I rolled I rolled quite a few Nat twenties, guys. Well get him out of the way. <laughs> it's just initiative. Since Miki and Patches got a better look at things, I'm gonna say uh, you guys are a little bit in front of Jem, either already inside the room or uh, like right next to Kitty. The two circular tokens are dressed to to they look a little more like melee fighters than the other ones which uh are seem to be dressed a little lighter and seem to be more rogue types so you all enter this room taking in this scene before you you see uh, this strange uh woman she's looking around and despite her small frame she uh, hoists one of the party goers, unconscious or dead, you're not really certain, onto her shoulder. Looking around at her associates in the room, she loudly complains, Ah, oh, fuck! I knew I forgot something! I didn't bring matches! Then we could have really gotten this party started. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like her. Too bad I didn't hear that. <laughs> You didn't bring matches, but you brought the patches. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to crack his knuckles, but nothing happens because he doesn't have knuckles. <laughs> and she turns at, at you all and uh, says, I'd love to stick around, but my ride's here, so I gotta go. But I'll leave you with a gift. And she will, um, actually, whose turn is it first? <laughs> it's her turn first. Oh, hey, yeah, this works out narratively. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to walk over to the edge where the building is blown up. And she's also going to... Uh-oh. Patches, you spoke, so uh, you're going to get a present. Would it be... This, this is kind of a retcon. Would it be reasonable to say that I would have cast Shield of Faith as we ran down here? Sure, I'll let you do that. Yay! Patches is coated in that uh, that sort of yellowish light, and it gives off like a smell of lavender. <laughs> Jem being right behind him is like, ooh, that's so nice! <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying he absorbed like liquid dish soap? <laughs> <laughs> that's the scent. <laughs> we can use him to mop the floors later. <laughs> You can wash out wounds. <laughs> she says that and then does some hand motions to cast a spell towards you, Patches. Can you make a wisdom saving throw for me, please? Uh -oh. Wisdom saving throw. That's a 16. Oh, nice. Nothing happens. As she says, 
boo, you're no fun. And she jumps off of the side of the building with the person in tow. Do we see who she grabbed? You do see a vague, vague bits of them. It is not someone you immediately recognize, although they are dressed in similar party wear. Hmm. Oh, also, I was bored. So I drew some art, and I do have a picture of her. <laughs> yeah, if you're wondering where my comment came from. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cool. I do love her. Me, Reyna. I love her. Where is it? Where is it? I feel like Kitty would have also loved her. If only. <laughs> if only. I know Jem. Jem didn't get to see her, but she's probably like, ah. <laughs> Wow. Well, she is wearing a mask. She's wearing a beholder mask. But it's mask. about the personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Her personality's hot. Jem, you would have seen the, the all the standing people in the room. It's just harder for you to see from where you are um, who's on the floor. Oh, okay. So she did see her. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ooh, I know. Like, you're probably not a good person. But, you know, gosh. That's a moral dilemma for a different day. Miki turns around and goes, now's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> With that, she is going to be gone. Oh, that's a lot of movement for also carrying a person. I thought you said a lot of movement. <laughs> <laughs> the Danish are here! <laughs> or are they Swedish? I'm unsure. I think it's Swedish. I'm not brushed up on my uh, Moomin trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next person is going to... Melee Rogue One. What are the shirtless guys? Are they just shirtless? Do they have shirts on? I can't tell. I think the ones without shirts in the picture on Roll20 are the Rogue Ones, and then the ones that oh. look like they have the metal are the Melee Ones. Yes, that is correct. So are they oh. Are they slutty rogues, Nico? <laughs> no, they are actually wearing shirts. Damn it. All oh. these uh, figures are clad in black garments with cloaks on top, obscuring much of their, their person. Rogue One! It's Rogue One! <laughs> Just like the film! The one furthest from you is going to go into an adjoining room. The one what, Nico? <laughs> the melee one furthest from you is going to... Thank you. <laughs> uh, that floor is broken. Yeah, they're just going to use this door. Oh, fuck. They're splitting up. And that will be the end of that turn. The rogue closer to Miki and Kitty's corner is going to... Rogue one. <laughs> yes, rogue one. <laughs> You are squeezed up against the wine rack, by the way, Miggy. That's that's, that's, that's what this, uh, this thing is. Yeah, you know, they'll join in on whatever's happening here. Patches, you are closer, so. Let's see, which dice should I use? I'll use the cursed one just for you, Reyna. Thank you. <gasps> and here's hoping I get to give you even more cursed dice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and cursed it is, I rolled a four. Yes! <laughs> So that's going to be a 
9 and a 19 to hit, Patches? 9 misses, 19 hits. Okay, you take 3 points of piercing damage and 5 points of poison damage. I have resistance to poison damage. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's because he just absorbs it. (laughs) (laughs) The cleansing properties of ShamWow. (laughs) Okay, Miki, here go. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, shit. If I do that, I hit everyone else. Okay. Have you learned nothing from Kitty? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way to do combat. (laughs) Hmm... This really might backfire. Why are you so close to me, all of you? I will cast... You can move first. No, it doesn't. That doesn't matter. (laughs) You're all still too close to me. Actually, they're humanoids, right? Yes. The one closest to me, I am going to cast Crown of Madness on him. Okay. Um, let me pull up a description card because I forgot to port it into my character sheet. So, A humanoid of my choice that I can see within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw become charmed by me for the duration, which is concentration up to one minute. So when this target is charmed, they'll have to use their action before moving to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that I choose. Okay. That's going to be a nine. That does not save. So they are charmed by me. Nice. Does waking up kitty count as a bonus action or an action? I would say it's probably going to be an action. Poops. Then I... What are these big holes with numbers in them? Those are piles of shit in the room that you cannot (laughs) climb over. They're about three feet high. So if you wanted partial cover, you could hide behind them, but you cannot. Oh, well, you could climb over it, but it'd be like difficult terrain. Why are the numbers weird? Ah. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know my own fucking maps. That's why. Uh, It's because there are varying heights. So some of them are taller piles of rubble. Other them are slightly shorter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's like two, three feet tall, one, four feet, one, six feet. Is that what it is? Yes, that is correct. Indicating? Okay. 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 <laughs> it's not one, two, three, four. It's <laughs> three, six, four. No, no. <laughs> three, six, three, four. Again, Nico doesn't know math, remember? <laughs> he was a math major. <laughs> that means that I know only the complicated things and all the rest is left to the calculators. <laughs> oh boy. I am going to crouch down and kind of just like shuffle hide behind the three foot one. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. That is my turn. Jem, your go. What are you doing? Okay, so I'm behind patches. <laughs> yes, you are. Is Rogue One not copyrighted in Melee with Patches, or is it does not count because they're in a diagonal? Melee with Patches. No, but it is in theaters. (laughs) (laughs) It was. No, you can't say that, John. The mouse will be after us. (laughs) Not Michael. So Rogue One has already taken a turn, but can I 
parkour jump over patches. Yeah, you can move past patches because he's a friendly, friendly unit. So it's just going to take one more space of movement. Okay, and then can I take a little, a little swing with my short sword that I had hidden in my corset? You sure can. Okay. And because, <clears throat> so I've been reading this over, they're not surprised. They are not. Mm-hmm. Even though I just did some, like, sick parkour that didn't surprise them at all. <laughs> they might be surprised by your parkour skills, but they are not surprised. Okay, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just rogue things. That's going to be... Oh my god. A 17 to hit. 17 hits. And then do I get sneak attack damage on that? Yes. <gasps> yes. Okay. So that's going to be six points of um, of piercing, I believe. Yeah. Six points of piercing damage. Plus, I'll use my bullet, guys. Thank you, Emily, for this. Four, nine, 13 points of sneak attack damage. Ooh, nice. And then as a bonus action, we'll disengage. And I can't move past them, but can I go to this diagonal and then another diagonal? Yeah. How many feet of movement is that? You can also shimmy over the piles of stuff in the room if you want. Maybe not the six-foot pile, but the other shorter piles. I'll go ahead and uh, go north if I can. Sure. Another 15 feet, which would put me here, question mark? Right? Right, like, on the on the little edge? Yes. Okay. If you attacked Rogue One, does that mean Rogue One is no longer charmed? Nope. I looked it up once she started. Although Miki does yell from her, like perch <laughs> no i mean because i'm hidden behind right so from my little like hideaway i'm like he's kind of on our side right now sorry <laughs> but no he does not when he get attacked when he gets attacked which is nice okay is that it for you jim uh yes i believe that's all i can do okay patches your go Kitty is unconscious behind you. Everyone just ran past her. <laughs> She's fine. I considered it. I thought about it. I can't well, heal I, people. I guess I'll be the one to help her up because some <laughs> someone's got to do it. Yeah, you shake Kitty awake. Oh, carving tablet. Where is it? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen anything like that. Hi, Patches. How'd you get down here? I ran. Look, big explosion happened. You got knocked out. Right now, we got four dudes and some woman in a beholder mask that we got to deal with. She left out that explosion hole. This one, I point to the one that's right here, that's right next to me with the, the crown of, what is it, crown of thorns? Crown kind of <laughs> Jesus. That one's kind of a friend right now, so shoot the other ones. Okay. Where's my goddamn lieutenant? 
Oh, how does that work? Does it do you? I'm just waiting for it to get here. I, I've already cast this, so I'm I'm waiting for it to arrive. It has to get to me. <laughs> yeah. I hope it can handle stairs. <laughs> Alrighty. End of your turn? Uh, yeah, I don't have anything I can do for my bonus action. Okay. The second melee fighter in the room who is still in the room with you all will... Head towards Jem. Uh oh. <laughs> but I'm so cute and popular. <laughs> yeah, it'll stay right there. That's a nat one. <laughs> How does it feel? How does it feel? You came all the way over here. It <laughs> 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 will point down at the garbage next to her and she'll be like, You see that? That's you. <laughs> It's going to charge up to you with a its spear and shield wielded and slam you with the shield for a... Well, at first it's going to stumble on its way over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to slam you with its shield. So, wait, because they stumbled, does that mean they then, like, copied on her against the wall? <laughs> <laughs> if the wall were closer, maybe. <laughs> but the wall is a little far from you. <laughs> Also, it. Yeah, you kept saying it, and I was like... <laughs> Holds out microphone, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they, I've been... I My brain is not here today. That's okay. But they slam you with their shield for a 17 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. That is mighty unfortunate for you. Can you roll a DC strength? Sorry, that's DC, DC is for me. I prefer marble. <laughs> a strength check. Just a straight strength check? Yes, a strength check, please. Oh, my lord. That's a three. Oh, no. You are knocked prone. Uh-oh. And it's going to make another attack against you. Oh, three attacks! Yes, three attacks uh -oh. for a... Oh, I get to do this at advantage. Uh-oh. Miki looks down at you and goes, mm, that's not where you're supposed to be. <laughs> it's going to be a 21 to hit. Yeah. Oh, no. And you go ahead and take... It's not that bad. Only six points of piercing damage. Okay, that's, a, that's fine. You know, just because I can... I'm gonna uncanny dodge. Can I do that when I'm prone? I believe you can because you can like roll out of the way, right? I think the only times you can't use uncanny dodge is when like you can't move. Yeah, yeah, you can. You you use your reaction anytime you have your reaction, you can uncanny dodge. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and use my reaction for this turn. Okay. And have that to three. Nice. Correct. Okay. And then. That's going to be it for that one. And Rogue 2 is going to begin casting a spell at, I don't know, Gem. Why? <laughs> Actually, Gem's prone. Gem's yeah. going to be hard to see. Aren't Never I mind. Also, like, would I get covered because of the garbage? <laughs> 
No, but you do get cover. You do, um, because it's a range attack, you would get advantage because you're prone. But uh, because you are prone, they're going to switch targets to patches. Oh, but they could barely see patches over the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got a foot Patches is five feet tall. <laughs> 4.11. That's going to be a 16 to hit. 16 will not hit. Ooh, Ooh. nice. You see this second rogue type begin to form this magical ball of energy, but as it shoots out, it hits this pile of trash in front of you. Kitty, you are now conscious. Hooray! I'm assuming I was prone, so I had to spend half my movement to get up. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, knowing that Kitty just wants the, the, the chunk of stone, looking in that direction, you see the pedestal that this piece of stone was on has flown somewhere else. You don't know where it is. You don't see... You don't immediately see the pedestal or the piece of stone. You would have to spend your turn looking for it with perception. Although, it would be easier to search if you're in that area, in that corner of the room. I'm going to assume, because batteries did come with, I remember describing that, that batteries was with the group and came with when the group came downstairs. Yeah. That's fine. So half my movement to get up. I am going to... Does Rogue One count as an ally right now in terms of movement? Like, can I move past them? Yeah, I'll allow that. Okay. That makes sense. Kitty is going to move... towards Rogue One, and then a square past to try to see towards the stage that she had seen the, um... Yeah. So you're going sort of northwest from where you are towards yeah. the stage <laughs> and hole in the wall. Thank we you. have to all hold each other the accountable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do I best describe this? Collectively, we will remember. <laughs> I'm on the northwest edge of Rogue right now, and the batteries will follow. Battery still has more movement, so batteries will be in between... Kitty and Rogue 2, who is on the southwest corner. Yeah. We're going to be very good with directions by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty kind of seeing Rogue 2 out of the corner of her eye will have batteries toss their psychokinetic force ballista at Rogue 2. Ooh. Okay. Little psychokinetic knives. That is a 16 plus 7 is 23. Oh, yeah, that hits. And 2 to 8. That is 12 points of damage. Okay. And I don't know if you're going to want to have Kitty's action be to look around, like, from where she is. Yeah, it's not the best angle right now. Kitty, you would know by, by the time you're standing in that area of the room that there's this giant pile of rubble that oh. is obscuring, and also a couple of people that are obscuring your vision, but you can look anyways if you want to, if there's nothing else you want to do. But you imagine nah. if you get a little closer into the corner, you're going to have better chances of finding what you're looking for. Yeah, not yet. Right now, Kitty's just a little dazed from the the knock, so she's just going to pull out her gun, and she's finally going to shoot that thing at Rogue 2. Yes! Pull out her gun from from fucking <laughs> Batteries' stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. 
Oh shit, she's packing heat! That's a 12. 12? Yeah, 12 misses. 12, yeah. So she's she's dead, I guess it just goes wide. Because she's like looking around while she's shooting. This is the first time using your gun after you just have been unconscious from an explosion in the building. Yeah. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? You're still winning. It does make sense that I miss, but... (laughs) Alright, that's it. The woman, the strange woman, the beholder mask is gone. She doesn't make a reappearance this turn. However, you do... Kitty, you would very easily notice. Patches, you would see too. Everyone else, Gem, you're on the floor, but if you stand up, you'll see eventually. (laughs) (laughs) That Ms. McKinnon begins to wake up, and I don't have her on the map, but she is around the center of the room, and she begins to wake up as well pushing rubble off of her and beginning to trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Melee 1 is still off camera in the adjacent room where on the on the north end northwest end. Rogue 1 not copyright was ordered to attack nearby enemies. The problem is the spell description says The charm target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. The target can act normally on its turn if you choose no creature or if none are within its reach. So none are within its reach. And I thought more people would come to this corner! (laughs) (laughs) So Rogue One just kind of stands there dazed. Yeah, and then you can make a um, saving throw. Just give him a little kiss. (laughs) That's still bad. (laughs) Eleven? Nope! Yep, they're still dazed. Would he move? Would they move? Because it doesn't talk about their movement. It doesn't talk about movement. Like, can we... I love Crown of Dar- uh, Crown of Madness as a spell, but it's also really hard to understand. Can we have them move towards melee too? I think you can because it says the spell says it must use its action before moving, which implies that it should be able to move on its turn. Mm-hmm. It just has to attack first. Yeah. Okay. So where are you moving? I want them to move right next to Melee 2. So they will move north to the west side of Melee 2. Okay, and then my turn turn? Yes. Great. I don't want to waste my action maintaining control over the target. Or Rogue 1. Because then that's all I can do with my turn, and... Uh, he's kind of useless right now, so I'm going to let him go because uh-huh. I want to cast Shatter. It says each creature within a 10 foot radius sphere of a point that I choose must make a constitution saving throw. Uh-huh. So I'm going to choose right next to Rogue One. So both Rogue One and Melee Two will be caught by this. And not gem. Okay. 
Yeah, because I can't catch Rogue too. So they need constitution saving throws, please. Constitution saving throws. And then I need to find 3d8s. That's wow, I'm really like absolute fucking trash today. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> That's going to be a 15 on one of them and a 4 on the other. Suck dicks, 15. <laughs> Damn. 14 is the spell save DC. So whoever rolled the 15 will take half damage. Okay. Uh, so that's eight total. So one person takes eight damage and one person takes four. Okay. And Rogue One is not charmed anymore. And then as a bonus action, because I was really confused why I felt like I had no things going on. I am going to cast Tales from Beyond and roll another D8 and then hold that in my head because I can't give it to anyone yet. Sounds good. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Jam. Your go. Okie dokie. I'm gonna get up. <laughs> yeah. As you much sure as can. I, as much as I love taking a nap, this is not the time. <laughs> and then I'm going to move north five feet. Uh, so I'm flanking melee two with Rogue One. Not anymore because Rogue One is no longer charmed. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well. That's awkward. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Not really. Kind of? Mm. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so that was half of my movement, which is 15 feet. So that would be another 15 feet, because this one corner is considered, like, rough terrain, right? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, Miki threw my whole plan out the window. ha <laughs> <laughs> As always, our greatest enemies are ourselves. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> Friendly fire part, part two. Because <laughs> I can't get sneak attack again is the problem. Uh, you know what? I'll just move up here and take another swing at melee two. So I'll, I'll move north five feet. I won't take it with advantage. I'll just take a swing. Go for it. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta warm up my liquid core dice because <laughs> I think they get weighted if they're idle for too long. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, okay, so that's going to be a 13 to hit. A 13 does not hit. E well, okay. Then, can, okay, can I run on the stage? Is that allowed? If you have enough movement for it, yeah. Mm. It's not like a, a, like a very, very raised stage. It's easy to hop up. It's not going to take any extra movement to hop up onto the stage. Now nah, I'm going to be in melee no matter what. So, yeah, I'll bonus action disengage and just get out of melee with these guys if I can. Sure. Because, okay, so I had half, I have 30 feet of movement. Half of that was getting up. Yes. Another 10 feet. You don't have to move to attack melee two. You can attack melee two from a diagonal. Oh, okay. Then I'll do that and then retract that five feet. So I have... You still have 15 feet I of movement. I still have 15 feet of movement. Okay, yeah. Then I'll bonus action disengage. 
and go over down south back to Patches again. Okay. So I don't get hit, because Allie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that it for your turn? Yes. And that's where we'll be taking a break for this episode. Only in editing, though, because we did not take a break while we were playing this session. Hi, listeners. My name is Noel, and I'm the Dungeon Master for Do We Level Up? Our show is a D&D 5e podcast. Episodes are available every Thursday, wherever you stream your podcasts. We gather each week to play D&D in a homebrew world called Galandria. Join our intrepid group of adventurers, the Peacekeepers, as they battle evil across the continent. We have a diverse and international cast of nerds, so come join us as the players fumble their way through everything and somehow, to my shock and awe, keep coming out the other side relatively unscathed. Follow us on Twitter at DeweyLevelUp1 or on Instagram at DeweyLevelUpPodcast. Thanks, listeners. Hope to see you there. Hope you're ready because we're jumping right back into the fight. Take it away, me. Speaking of patches, it's your go. Oh, and your, uh, can you describe the entrance of your magical companion? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Rushing into the room down the stairs somehow is a beautiful, probably, how big? Okay, I guess large. So a large beast. <laughs> a mighty white furred? Does it is it fur? Mighty haired. white haired unicorn with pink glittery mane rushes down the stairs and arrives next to patches. The <laughs> it does that thing where it uh, like kicks up its legs and does a cool pose as it rushes <laughs> in. And it has just a beautiful, intricate, sparkly horn coming atop its head. And Patches is going to climb atop his mighty steed. And he says, Good to see you, Lieutenant Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And then, with the power of my horse, I want to ride across the room. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I forgot that your horse could move 60 feet. And get into this <laughs> room over here. Over on the uh, west wall. Yes. Where the, the guy escaped to earlier. I want to rush in there. For our listeners, there are two doors on the west wall. Uh, you cannot see beyond, uh, also for you guys, you cannot see beyond these two doors. But there is a north door on the west wall and a south door on the west wall. Patches is going to the north door. They call me North Door Patches. <laughs> you open it up and you find that Melee 1 is rummaging through various crates and boxes and has uncovered uh, quite a few items that could look to be of value, although Melee 1 doesn't seem interested in taking any of them. Do you, do you have any more actions you could do? Yeah, I want to stab him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can stab him. And I and I want to say, who do you work for? And then I'm going to try and stab him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First one is a 23 to hit. 
23 definitely hits. Yes. That's gonna be... What number is that? What number is that? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> That's gonna be 14 damage. Ooh, nice. And then for the second one... Oh, that's, that one's going to miss. That's going to be an 11. Yeah, that misses. And you kind of hear this person scream out in pain as you, you know, stab him for 14 damage. <laughs> Alrighty, anything else you would like to do, Patches? No, I'm good. Okay. Next up is Melee 2, who is going to... I don't know. Who seems like a good target? Apparently Kitty. <laughs> I am the closest. So, uh, I, I'm... Do, 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 uh, boop. And uh, you are going to get attacked. I need, like, an actual dice tray. Because all these dice rolls are cocked. They're going to try to bash you with their shield for... I can do math. 11. 11 does not hit. When that doesn't work, they're going to try it again, this time with more vigor for... 18. 18. I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. So it sure. does not hit. Getting really frustrated now. This melee two person is going to try one more time for another 18. Okay, yeah, that one hits. I, I will cast my reaction Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> using silvery barbs. They have to re-roll the d20 and take the lower roll. Okay. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> yes! yes. Nice! <laughs> nice. So, and then that is the first part of Silvery Barbs. And the second part of Silvery Barbs is I can choose a different creature to have advantage on their next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw within one minute. So I guess I'm going to just choose Kitty, because they're in direct combat with this guy. Sure. Mm. Kitty, you hear Melee 2 curse under their breath. I get one reaction per round, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Rogue 2 is going to... It has a clear line of sight on Kitty, so... It's going to do another... Ranged spell attack on kitty not batteries i know i feel like batteries is packing a lot of heat (laughs) batteries is the one that hit him versus this child with a gun yeah (laughs) they'll they'll go for batteries (laughs) for something terrible that's definitely not going to hit an eight nope man my rules are so trash today thank you very much (laughs) batteries got a is batteries AC just my AC? Or is that ba- no batteries AC is just ten. Okay. Oh you got lucky then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking trash roll. Okay. And they're going to move up. Uh, towards patches a little. A little towards the west north end of this room. More on the west side though. Not quite north yet. Giddy, you're go. <laughs> Let's see. What do I do? I get advantage on my next attack. Make it count. Mess them up. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. Most of my stuff are all, like, ranged, though, unfortunately. 
then hit rogue too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm upset, and there are two people in between where I want to be. Me and where I want to be. So I'm going to cast <laughs> Scorching Ray. Ooh. So three rays of fire will hurl at my targets. I have to make an attack spell for each one. Mm-hmm. Melee two is right in front of me, so I'm just going to try to blast him in the face. With all three hits for melee two? I'm going to do two for now. And then okay. if he goes down, then I'm going to throw the other one at Rogue One. And if he doesn't, then I'll do the third one hit sure. him as well. Since I have advantage on the first one, then I will roll straight for that. And then it is disadvantage for two after. Or at least the second one, it'll be disadvantage. Yeah. So the first one is a... I rolled a 12, and then I have a plus 4, so 16. 16 does not hit. Okay. Oh no! What? And then I have disadvantage. Ooh! 13 was my lowest one, so 17? 17 does not hit. Really? What? Okay, the third one is going as well. But that's probably going to be... Yeah, that's only a 9. Yeah. So that's not going to no, hit either. Yeah. Batteries is going to try to hit. Sure. Melee 2. The one right sure. in front of me. And that is a 22. Nice. And 22 hits. Good job, Batteries. Batteries is the only one between the <laughs> two of us who could hit anything. <laughs> Kitty's had it rough today. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that is 14 points of damage. Ooh, very nice. Good job, batteries. Good job, batteries. Yay, batteries. I'm going to take her out of turn turn order. She's gone. End of your turn? Yeah. Okay. The melee one in the side room with patches is going to probably leave the room. Yes, do it. Go ahead and take an attack of opportunity for me, Patches. I get an attack of opportunity? Yes, you do. Heck yeah. Oh, since I'm mounted, do I get advantage? Because these guys are smaller than my lieutenant. (laughs) Is that that one of your things? That is part of being mounted combat. Yeah, go for it. Oh, excellent. Still not very good. I think that's a... 17. 17 does not hit, unfortunately. No! So, emerging from the side room, Melee 1 does re-enter the room, and uh, I'm going to put you in into the room patches, because that's um you would have had to be in there to attack them. They're going to take a look at what the fuck's going on in this room. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here, mister. <laughs> They're going to put put their hand in their mouth, and the, there's like a wolf whistle. All of the units in this room turn to look at melee one, as melee one also runs toward the the hole in the wall. I do love that it's specifically uh. a wolf whistle. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, hotties. <laughs> Is that not the name for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what's the name for 
for that. It would just be like a whistle, but a wolf whistle is what you do with your cat calling someone. No, I thought the wolf whistle is like the one with the two fingers and like it is you know, like versus like a but regular the cat whistle is calls like <laughs> <laughs> I see. Leave it in the comments below if you know what the name of for the whistle is when you're not caught calling someone. <laughs> it's just a whistle, Nico. It I feel I feel like whistle is so ambiguous though. There's so many ways to whistle. You could just say like a piercing whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> after you all got catcalled. <laughs> Oh, we're getting flirted with this time? <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> They're going to... Uh... <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> They're going to head out the, the the broken side of the building. Still, Still visible from where you guys are, but beginning to go out that way. Okay. It is... Rogue One's turn, and Rogue One is also going to start booking it. No! And Rogue One will idle here. Oh, I forgot at the top of the turn. Ms. McKinnon successfully gets up to look at what the hell is going on, spots Mr. Zylastra among the rubble, and begins to... Ms. McKinnon being in the center of the room... Uh, and Mr. Zylastra being on the opposite side of Kitty on the east wall near um, the pile of rubble that Miki and Jem were fighting around. And she's going to head on over there and begin hauling off some rubble and waking him up. For now, that is all for that. Miki, here go. Fuck, they're escaping. So are they... Which person is in the wall and which has like left left they are both visible to you right now you can do ranged attacks if you wish fuck yeah and none of my allies are right there with them yet <laughs> for once <laughs> you guys please oh uh this feels risky okay do it I'm a hold a spell mm-hmm. until fudge sickles. One, two, three, four, five is twenty-five feet. Thirty-foot cube within range. Range one. Okay, I will cast a cube just south of Rogue Two, so that a thirty-foot range cube will encompass Rogue 2, Rogue 1, and Melee 1. And I will cast Hypnotic Pattern. Nice! And so, all three of them... And I'll, like... I'll run it into the wall so it doesn't catch anyone on our half. And then Patches is protected by the wall. They all need to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. Okay. You wanted to basically catch all of the four that are in you but no allies right no it's just gonna be the three i can't three. get melee two from yeah, here i was like i don't know if you can get that one without getting kitty as yeah. well okay so the three of them i mean it stopped kitty from running away 
Oh, absolute fucking trash. Yes. <laughs> We'd love okay. to see it. <laughs> Melee one got a wisdom, you said? Yeah. A three. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Rogue two got a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then Rogue one got a... 17. Okay, so Rogue One is not incapacitated, and I'm gonna yell, catch the one that's alone, tie him up or something. Meaning Melee 2 or meaning Rogue One? Rogue 2. He's the one that's alone. Yeah, Miki can say this while pointing, so it's a little more obvious for her teammates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll go, I guess I too will start walking over there because I have movement speed, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I will walk over while still pointing at Rogue 2 and weaving colorful lights in the air. That's my turn! Okay. Who's after you? Gem, your go. Hello! What you doing? Okay, so just to reiterate... Rogue 2 and Melee 1 are hypnotized, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to... Can I attempt to grapple Melee 2? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to take out the hand axe that I also snuck in my corset. Don't attack him! Oh. Melee 2, Melee 2. Melee 2, Melee 2. Oh, okay. I was like, what? What? I think you meant Rogue 2, and I was like, no, what am I doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and she's going to chuck it at Melee 2, right? Because I have a clear line of sight of that, because the rubble on the way is only three feet tall, and I'm literally twice yes. that. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that hand axe. Pray for me, y'all. <laughs> Good luck. Okay, that's going to be a 15 to hit. No, it does not hit. Okay, then I would like to spend a luck point to re-roll. Sure. <laughs> Shit, I should have used bardic inspiration on people. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a good bard, you guys. That's a natural 20. <laughs> Ooh. For a total of... Oh, wait, actually, it doesn't matter. Natural 20 hits. Okay. Because the, the AC isn't that high. Yeah, it's going to be um, a 24 to hit, regardless. Yeah, it hits. And then that's... 1d6 of damage. Did we ever decide if we're doubling dice or if we're rolling just the double amount? I don't know. I don't, I don't really care. It can be player's choice. That's going to be 7 points. Because <laughs> I also rolled nice. a crit on my d6. Doubled, so wait, four, yeah, because d6 plus one. Yeah, it's the dice that's doubled. So, yeah, oh, okay. it's the dice only. Okay, yeah. Then I got, I rolled a six, so 12, 13 points. So it'd be 13. Yeah. Nice. And after I hit melee two with the hand axe, I'm going to rush up and attempt to grapple if I can. No, grapple's in action, oh, so you shoot. cannot. Oh, well. That's still pretty good, though. 13 points in one round. <laughs> Sorry, I weakened him, though. <laughs> okay. Patches. Uh, is that, sorry, is that the end of your turn, Jim? 
Or do you want to move? I'll just move to the other side of Melee 2, north, uh, so I can flank with Kitty. Sure. Mm. Not that Kitty's gonna stay there. (laughs) Kitty, please don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty, come here and grab this guy. (laughs) You have an elf and a tiny human trying to grab someone. What could possibly (laughs) go wrong? (laughs) Well, not Melee 2. Melee 2 is not incapacitated. Okay. Is that it for you? Yeah. Okay. Patches. Your go. You do hear your companions shout things from the other side of the room, so anything that was auditory, you could hear them, but as for what's going on, uh, you see the pretty lights. (laughs) Okay, great. So we need to get Rogue 2 and Melee 2? Well, we need to get at least in in Miki's strategy, we need to get at least Rogue 2 because they're currently incapacitated and they're not moving. Melee 2 is going to put up a fight. I want to go over to Rogue 2, leave the room that I was in and go south to Rogue 2. And I'll and I'll hop off of Lieutenant Sparkles and I'm going to try and tie this guy up. Nice. Do we not to be that person. Do we have rope? <laughs> I'll put him in an arm bar. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely grapple him, but if you have rope <laughs> on your person. Can we have Lieutenant Sparkles sit on him? <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Can I, can I have Lieutenant Gently? Sparkles hold this guy down? You know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be considered an attack? <laughs> that... Can a horse grapple? (laughs) It wouldn't make much sense, would it? (laughs) I mean, if a horse... Horses are scary. That's all. They really are. They make me very nervous. (laughs) For the case of this, because Lieutenant Sparkles is a large creature and Rogue 2 is incapacitated, if you lay Rogue 2 down on the floor and have Lieutenant Sparkles lay on top of Rogue 2... I will allow that to be a grapple. <laughs> Hell yeah. Under normal circumstances, I will not be letting you grapple with the horse. Does that mean... That does make sense. Uh, does that mean Patches could get the other one, then? Rogue One? He's not incapacitated? You can the Rogue try. One is incapacitated. Oh, Rogue One is? Oh, Rogue One is not. No, Melee One is. But Patches probably wouldn't have enough movement to get there. If I if I hop off of Sparkles while in that room, and then we split ways and they go to Rogue 2 and I go up to Rogue 1. Sparkles doesn't have, has, has your, has different movement speed than you, right? So like you could go over there with Sparkles and then hop off and you would still have your movement, right? Does Sparkles oh. not function as a different creature? I'm actually not really certain about that. Let's figure that out later. Okay. <laughs> Let's just I'll say yes for now. I'll, I'll run yeah. up to Rogue One and I'm trying to grapple them or I'm trying to take them out. What, what are we doing here? I say grapple. I'm going to grab them. Rogue One is sane. Copyrighted. So if you wanted to grapple, like, shouldn't you then grapple melee one? Sure. 
I'll grapple melee one. Sure. Instead, the other guy who's in this hole in the wall, I'm going to grab him. That's a 12 on my athletics check. You don't have to roll an athletics check because uh, melee one is currently incapacitated. Oh, excellent. That's my turn. It's just like a big hug. (laughs) From a teddy bear in armor. (laughs) At the... Do do I retry my saving throws at the end of my turn? No, the spell only ends at the duration of one minute. If an affected creature takes any damage or if someone uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Okay. In that case, Rogue One is going to shake awake. Wait, it's not Rogue One's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's Melee. It's Melee 2. You're right. Sorry. I got confused. Melee 2's turn. Melee 2 is going to... You see them begin to cast a spell. Um, Kitty, you would recognize this as Expeditious Retreat on themselves. <laughs> and can I have Jem and Kitty please roll a constitution saving throw for me? Uh-oh. Why do we need that for Expeditious Retreat? I'll explain in a second. <laughs> oh my god, they're going to fart as they run. I have an 18. Ooh, nice. Is it if it's against a spell? Not really. It's an innate ability. Okay. It's is still. It, am I being charmed? No. Okay. And constitution, you said? Yes. Ooh, that's a nine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Gem, you fail. Kitty, with melee two facing you, you see that this this person begins casting the spell, and then immediately after is immediate wave of force radiates off of them. So you are able to brace for this impact gem. However, you are not as you take any different dice. No, you don't. Ooh. Don't say that. 12 points of force damage. I'm gonna uncanny dodge that. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, Kitty, on a successful throw, you take half as much damage. So you take six. Alrighty. And they're going to skedaddle. And you guys do both get attacks of opportunity as they leave your melee range. And they at are one at point advantage. You said they cast Expeditious Retreat on themselves and, and then you stop the sentence. Did they cast Expeditious Retreat on anyone else? No, no, just themselves. Okay. So we still get attacks of opportunity even if they cast that? Expeditious Retreat just gives them more range. Yeah, more movement. movement. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, wait, actually, Jem, you used your uncanny dodge to... It's once per turn. That that uses your reaction. Oh, uh, but I don't get an attack of opportunity because of it. Yeah, uh-huh. Bummer! Okay, whatever. Question. Yes. So I, I'm, I have the Warcaster feat, which says I can cast a spell instead mm-hmm. of do a melee attack. Mm-hmm. Do I have to cast a spell against the creature that is leaving or yes <laughs> shoot do you still have your gun <laughs> it's instead of a melee physical attack it's not like oh you just get a free spell to smack their friend <laughs> yeah because i want to throw grease at the the exit but no i guess i can't do that 
Nice try, though. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> oh, I have no melee anythings because I don't think I even brought my dagger with me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I thought you did. Yeah, you could do a range no, attack. No, I just brought my gun. Oh, no. I don't think you can do a range attack for attack of opportunity. No, but I could use, like, a ranged spell. I would just have to roll straight. Which, I mean, is fine. Yeah. I'm just going to firebolt then. <laughs> Please don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 20, a dirty 20. Nice. Nice. 20 hits. 2d10 damage. Fire damage. Oh, jeez. One of them both of them did not go into my dice tower. <laughs> my dice tower fell apart. Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> Where did my second dice go? Oh, there it is. I completely missed the hole. That was my fault. That's what you said. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh my god, Elaine makes innuendos. Should have been on, been on oh. the unintentional innuendos. Is should should be a bingo card. Yeah, I'll add it. Square. <laughs> it is 12 points of fire damage. Ooh, nice. Very good. Is this guy looking hurt at all? <laughs> this guy is looking hurt. He's looking pretty hurt. Yeah, so after that, you know, they're just gonna fucking book it. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I need to do some math. Is my hand axe still sticking out of this guy, or did it, like, bounce off? It hit. So, could you roll a d20 for me? Oh, no. <laughs> Fifteen. It fell on the ground. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so Melee 2 does have enough movement to just fucking zoom out of this building. Would Patches also get an attack of opportunity? Well, he's kind of holding someone. Oh, that's true. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Rogue 2 is under a horse. Okay, Kitty, you go. Batteries is gonna walk 15 feet directly up north. Yeah, Batteries walks 15 feet up north towards the stage. The stage is kind of low, right? Yeah. Like batteries can see over it. Okay, so Batteries is gonna force Ballista at Rogue 1. Mm hmm. For a 24 to hit. Batteries is nice. Really nice. Batteries low. is a tank. <laughs> 24 yeah. hits, definitely. And that is 13 points of force damage. Ooh. And Kitty is going to walk towards Gem, past Gem, into the area where the pedestal should be. Does Jen get an attack of opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to trip so her. I'm just going to search for the artifact. Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. Or investigation, uh, up to you. Investigation, please. That's a 15. Yeah, it takes you a little while, but you do spot the familiar looking pedestal and you begin sifting through the rubble. You know it's close, but it's going to take you a little more time. Okay. That's it for me. Okay. You know, this guy is having a day. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, melee ones still can't do anything because they are incapacitated and grappled. Rogue one is going to... Ugh. Ugh. Rogue one is going to cast Firebolt at... Rogue two. At Rogue two? (laughs) Yes. Oh my god, they're really... (laughs) They're worse than we are. I feel like Rogue 2 has to have, like, three quarters covered with the horse. Oh, fuck. Rogue 2 is on the floor. I forgot about that. <laughs> with the horse. <laughs> oh, this is... This is a, we're in a pickle. <laughs> okay. In that case, Rogue 1 will still cast Firebolt, but at the walls of wine bottles that are surrounding you guys at the moment... Rogue One is going to aim for the eastern wall. And with that, Patches, can I have you roll a constitution saving throw for me? I sure can be doing that. That's my con save. Excellent. What is that? Oh, that's a seven. Okay. Ten. It's okay. I rolled really badly on my damage. (laughs) You take all two points of damage. (laughs) As you watch a similar effect, uh, I don't remember if Patches was in the room at, at that point, but Jem, you do see a similar effect come off of this person as well. As they cast Firebolt, a wave, uh, like almost a shock wave, comes off of them, hitting both Melee 1 and Patches. Does that wake Melee 1 up then? That does wake Melee 1 up. And also, the Eastern Wall is now slowly smoldering as... The firebolt strikes the wall of wine bottles, and the wine bottles themselves shatter and ignite both Uh-oh. the wine and the shelf. Uh-oh. Rude. Oh, I keep forgetting that this last round McKinnon are in here. <laughs> <laughs> Around you, Jem and Kitty, you see, you see and hear this exchange as McKinnon finally wakes up Zelastra, and Zelastra goes loudly, Leave me! Secure the goods! And you hear McKinnon shoot back with, I know how to do my fucking job! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) As she hoists up Zelastra onto his feet and turns around. Miki, you go. What you doing? We're still in combat? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What's on fire? The eastern wall is slowly starting to catch fire but probably with your estimation is going to be rapidly catching fire because there is wine and wood on that side and not much else (laughs) Uh, how hurt does rogue one look pretty fucking hurt they're not looking hot god damn it i'm gonna throw a hairpin at him (laughs) When I, I get closer <laughs> and throw a hairpin at him. Yeah. Which is a a D twenty plus five. Where's my D twenty? Ah, that was not the roll. Ooh, that's a nat twenty nice. plus five. Nice. So that's two D four. Cause fucking daggers. Ah, yeah, they're kinda awkward. <laughs> Ooh, that's seven plus two, so that's nine piercing damage. Nice. That is enough to take out 
Rogue One. Dang. <laughs> nice. Miki goes, ah, ah, I think I killed a man. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> As you throw these daggers into uh, this already injured cloaked figure, they kind of stumble backwards and uh, fall off the edge of the building. <laughs> they weren't dead. They are now. <laughs> <laughs> they are so dead. So, so dead. Oh, fuck. I run over to the edge of the building and cast ghost eyes to see if he ghosts a ties. Uh, what? What are you casting? <laughs> I, I use my <laughs> bardic inspiration shenanigans to see if he's actually dead. Oh, yeah. You use your bardic inspiration to know that this person is so dead. <laughs> They they haven't even hit the ground yet, and you know. <laughs> dead, dead. Oh. You also see, uh, as you look over the edge, you also see the <laughs> the other cloaked figure. Was it Melee 2? Yeah, Melee 2. Who <laughs> was fleeing. Look up to see this body just fucking plummeting from the hole in the wall. They're about to turn out of view. Kitty just shouts from where she's looking the revolt. Good job, Miki. We'll have a feast for your first kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim's just nice. like, woo, good job. <laughs> Can we get out of the burning room now? Oh, I suppose I use my, I, I hand patches my whip so he can tie a person up. Excellent. Because you're still just hugging someone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, is that it for you, Miki? Yeah. Apparently the fire isn't a huge problem. <laughs> Alrighty, Jem, your go. What you doing? Good news, guys. I can start stress eating. <laughs> <laughs> Jem, the room's on fire in the middle of battle. Oh, I just happy <laughs> time for a little snack. <laughs> Jem's gonna run up to Rogue 2. And I know they're already, you know, grappled by the horse that just came in through the door like a person, but she's going to properly grapple and or if we can find any rope, tie up Rogue 2. Sure. So I'll just go over here, I guess. And yeah, because Melee 1's good, Rogue 2 is good, Rogue 1 is dead, right? You mentioned rope. If if there's any around. Otherwise, I'm just gonna, like... You're gonna have to look for it if you want <laughs> to find rope, because you don't have rope on your person, um, so it's going to take a while for you to search for if there's possibly rope in your area. Never mind, then I'll just grapple them normally. Okay. Because we don't... The room is on fire. I think we need to prioritize. There is a horse on top of Rogue, Rogue 2 right now. Yeah. So you can, like, hold down Rogue 2's footsies or something but like <laughs> without moving the horse it's going to be fairly difficult to get a good hold on. i'll just i'll be ready to grapple when the horse yeah finally yeah moves, okay, okay? yeah that's, that's fair enough to say <laughs> maybe you know what no i'll just take off their shoes and start tickling them <laughs> us and feet apparently <laughs> i mean that should be a bingo we talk about feet <laughs> okay feet 
Just feet on the video just card, feet. one of the squares. <laughs> it always comes back to the feet. <laughs> Alrighty. And that's the end of your turn. Patches, you ready to go? Yeah. I have this guy. I want to tie him up so that I can take him with me. Yeah. You do have a whip. However, this person is now struggling against you. So... Why? Has it been a whole minute? No. They they took damage when Rogue One, who is now dead, I forgot, cast a spell. Oh. Alright, what kind of check do I need to make? Probably an athletics check. I'm good at those. It's a 15 plus 7, so that's a 22. Ooh, Ooh that's good. Yeah, I rolled high, but not that high. Yeah, you have you have them grappled. Do you want to do anything else? I want to start... Where are we going to go? Because this room is currently on fire. How do we escape? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's on fire on the northeast side. No, it's on fire on the east side. The entire east side? Yes, the entire east side is slowly catching fire. For fireball's not that big of an area... All the yes, alcohol but is lit it up. struck a bunch of wine <laughs> being held on wooden shelves, so. So are we going to exit to the south where we came from, or are we going to go through the hole to the north? Patches, as you, you are close enough to glance over the side, the side is a climb down. You would not... One, a horse could not climb down. Two... <laughs> <laughs> Great point. It would be difficult if you were grappling someone to drag them down with you in a way that you like, you can't ensure that you won't drop them. Is, is... We're just six. <laughs> we're supposed to be in the basement. I've been yes. wondering that Why this are we whole so time? high up? It, because you guys are uh, not on, you guys are in the middle districts. There is a district oh. below you. Gotcha. Oh my god, the I dropped city. the person a whole district? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll see them later. Oh my god! There's a fun little pancake somewhere on the first district now. <laughs> so we're like on the edge. Okay. Because I thought we were just like on a street somewhere. Okay. Gotcha. Mickey has been staring out this window and won't stop staring out of it. <laughs> oh no. It's uh, it's like uh, when you when you drop a sunny side out egg. <laughs> oh no. It's bad. It's bad. Here's what I would like to do. I'd like mm -hmm. to drag this man over to Lieutenant Sparkles and put him on Lieutenant Sparkles. <laughs> sure. And then I probably can't do this now, but my plan is then to grapple the other guy <laughs> after Lieutenant Sparkles gets up and then we'll have both of them and we'll wrangle them out mm -hmm. and, and escape this burning room. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. I'm going to have you for your next action to grapple make another grapple check to try to wrangle this person onto the horse because I cannot imagine it is easy to seat someone on a horse if they are unwilling. As I do it I just say, you either go on the horse or I throw you down to the last district. <laughs> or a nice happy medium. We can drag you behind. That is a... Oh, I thought the medium was dro dropping them half a district. We could also do that. <laughs> 24. Nice. 
24. Oh, that's cocked. Incredibly bad. Yeah, you know, it works. <laughs> yeah, you have this person on the horse. Hell yeah. Rogue 2, who is still under the horse, who is still hypnotized. <laughs> cannot do anything. Kitty, with the remainder of your search, you do sift through enough rubble to find the the item you are looking for. Going into the shirt. Sure. Easy enough to do. You still have movement left if you would like to move. Kitty's going to look around and then probably spot Mickey just standing there frozen. Batteries can only move 15 feet at a time. So Batteries is going to head towards the door. But not straight there. Just head like 10 feet down south so they can potentially meet Jim and ba uh, Patches in the middle if they need any assistance for some reason. But Kitty is going to head towards Miki. I don't know if finishing that search took, took up my action. Did it? Yes, it did. Okay. I'm going to head towards Miki as far as I can. I don't think I can reach Miki because I've only got... Oh, I can. Okay. Nice. So I head right up to Miki and I just hold her hand and I tug. Nice. Nice. Okay. Light tug, not like a yank. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is perfect. Everyone's stacked. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean, Nicholas? <laughs> Patches, you see, uh, having just wrangled the uh, melee one onto the back of Lieutenant Sparkles, you see them begin to cast a spell as they are muttering an incantation. And um, I need Patches, Gem, Rogue 2, and Lieutenant Sparkle to all roll constitution rolls for me, please. Uh-oh. Just rolls or saving throws? Sorry, constitution saving throws. You're correct. Sparkles gets a 10. Oh no, Sparkles. Patches gets worse than that. Gets a 9. I'm going to use um, a luck to reroll that because <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's even worse! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What'd you get? I got a two and a one. <laughs> oh. Okay, so everyone takes... For a three and a two, respectfully. No, including including Rogue 2. <laughs> that was bad. Everyone takes 11 points of force damage oh as God. another shockwave comes off of this person as they're casting a spell. I don't know if you guys, anyone recognizes this spell. Let me see. This person's image becomes unfocused as if they're splitting into multiples but not quite distinctly and they're going to try to escape the grapple patches you roll at disadvantage i believe uh okay 13 is my lower oh wait actually escaping the grapple i think would probably be an action but they've already casted a spell they'll do that next turn rogue two however is going to try to wiggle free from under a horse. <laughs> <laughs> because Lieutenant Sparkles is a horse. How much does a horse weigh? A lot. Wait, is it Rogue Two's turn? It is Rogue Two's turn. Oh, it is, it is. Turn. Never mind. No. 930 oh, pounds. No, it's, no, it's the not. dead ones. <laughs> oh, it's the dead one's turn. Let me trash this one. Okay. Miki, it's your turn. Great. 
I hear the kerfuffle. I turn around and I'm like, just fucking surrender. And I'm going to cast blindness, deafness on melee one. Nice. So I need a constitution saving throw. Okay. Ooh, hot garbage. (laughs) That's what we like to hear. That's going to be a seven. Can you also do one for Rogue 2? Because I'm going to cast it at third level. So I get another target. It was real trash. Hold on. You have disadvantage on attack rolls against melee one, by the way. No, wait. That's I'm, I, this is a saving throw. Never mind. It doesn't. <laughs> you don't have to wait <laughs> for it. So. Okay. Now you know my secret. I don't attack anyone. <laughs> I see. We rely on your bad I should rolls. do that. <laughs> Row, you said uh, against row two as well? Yeah. Trash, but less trash. It's going to be <laughs> still bad. A nine. <laughs> they are both blind. Okay. Got it. And deaf or just blind? No, I can only choose one. It's blind or deaf. The, uh, the spell title is a little misleading. Gotcha. Okay. And I just yell out and I go, you've got a minute. Fucking tie him up better and gag him. <laughs> Jim just like raises her arms like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jem, your turn. I'm gonna... One is up and about, right? No. Melee one is tied up no, and on... No, no, no. On... Not melee one. One. Yes, one is up and about. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys what they're doing. Ms. McKinnon is going to the... Western side north room, mm-hmm. and she enters that room while Mr. Zalastra is going to the southern door on the same wall. Okay. They are both out of sight. Okay, but because um, these two are more or less grappled, shrugging emoji, Jem's going to join Mr. Zalastra in the southern, uh, southwestern room and, and help. Sure. As you enter the room, you see him going through boxes and uh, essentially just checking to make sure that certain items are in certain boxes. I'm gonna, okay, I'm just gonna say, boss, the room's on fire. What are we doing? Put it out. All right. <laughs> With what? <laughs> With fantasy fire extinguishers? Are there any sandbags in here? Do I really have to spell it out for you? Go get water. Where? <laughs> <laughs> you can get water from the kitchen you can get water from the bathroom i don't care you can cast a spell no be I creative <laughs> okay you know what okay fine he turns away from you and continues to search through these boxes oh my lord i deserve this i know i do but like <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go back out and um Shout to the spellcasters. Anybody got spells to put out fires? <laughs> I've got Ray of Frost, but I would really like the hostage situation wrapped up because I can't do anything else after this. I have grease. <laughs> that will 100% make it worse. Please do yes. not cast grease. <laughs> okay, yeah. Can I use my action to look for rope or look for anything to either rope or something to put the fire out with in here. 
Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Ooh, yay, I like perception. Let me roll up these liquid dice. Liquid core dice, I should say. That's a 16. 16. Yeah, you do see some stray clothing accessories on the floor that you could easily pick up and use as a some sort of um, tie. There's a, a shawl within arm's reach. All right, then I'll grab that. But I can't grapple my turn, right? No, you use your turn to look. Can I toss it to Patches? Oh, and also with uh, Perception 16, you would know that there is not a plentiful source of water in this room. There are a couple of spilled glasses of water on the floor. There's like a tiny pitcher, but that's not going to be enough to control this fire. Yeah, okay, well. <laughs> it's like a serving pitcher, like like intended for like three cups of water. <laughs> a little sippy, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, Patches, your go. Are any of the things that I could use to tie someone up with near me? You would have to spend a perception to look, or sorry, uh, a, a spend an action to look. I can't toss this shawl over to him, right? That would be an action. You patches. You can go get it from Jem. You see Jem holding a shawl. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll walk over to Jem and grab it, and then try to tie this guy up with it. I'll try and tie melee one with it so that he's d- done. Melee one is already tied up and on the horse. I'm gonna gag him. <laughs> so he can't cast yeah. any more magic. Yeah, you could do that. I have a dagger. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to have my horse start leaving so that I can take care of this other guy who's on the ground. Oh, um, could you roll a, a another grappling check at disadvantage? Because the spell is still up and um, melee one is very hard to see right now. <laughs> Despite being blind. 19. 19. Absolute fucking trash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you easily enough, with a little bit of a trial and error, you do get the gag on, and uh, they are unable to speak clearly. What else would you like to do? I'm going to send Sparkles upstairs and out of here with this guy and just tell sparkles to try and find like a safe location that they can leave them maybe with some other guards and then would i have the ability to try and grapple rogue two who's on the ground or was gagging my action no you would not okay that's fine i'm i'm just gonna do that then sounds good Alrighty, it is rogue two's turn and rogue two is blind Let's see. Having the horse lifted off of Rogue 2, Rogue 2 is going to start going in a direction. (laughs) (laughs) If they start heading into the fire, I'm letting them go. (laughs) They're going this way, and uh, both Jem and Patches see Rogue 2 just, like, bump to the wall and then turn. (laughs) You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) They're just they're just they're just gonna try their best. I'll say they get that far because there is stuff on the floor as well, and they're kind of feeling their way uh, against this wall. As he leaves Jem's reach, can Jem try to grab him? Yeah, do I get an attack of opportunity? Can you grapple with an attack of opportunity? It is an attack. Yeah, yeah, sure. Woo! Uh, just a straight roll or advantage or what? Do you get advantage on people who are blind? Oh, you are flanking with patches, so yeah. 
advantage. Oh, actually, at that point, I don't know if it would be flanking. Hold on. Blind. Because he's blind, you'd have advantage. And it would, okay. it would, I think it's still opposed athletics checks for grappling. but Athletics? Yes, that is correct. So you do get advantage. Athletics, it's yes. Athletics. <laughs> That's still not garbage, because I rolled a natural one, a six, a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Despite, you know, this person being blind and not noticing that you're trying to grapple them. Gem is an elf, so... <laughs> <laughs> Their irregular movements still escape your your grasp. <laughs> I'll I'll say that I was too distracted by like thinking about making a Molotov out of something, <laughs> and then <I'm> like, <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> Alrighty, Kitty, you go. What you doing? I'm gonna look at Miki, and I've seen people. New newcomers come north of the wall. And I think Kitty at this point has been able to has gotten the sense. Has been able oh, has gotten a skill to be able to look and see whether or not they will survive north of the wall. Based off of like what they're willing to do or not. Mm-hmm. And since this is Miki's first kill, how affected does Miki feel from killing? Is basically like, yeah. is she going to shut down and then not survive? Or is she going to like push past it and then survive? Yeah, how is Miki handling her first kill? I mean, I think if you try to get Miki north of the wall, I'm going to have to trade in my character. Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, just in this moment. In this moment, how is Miki reacting to her first kill? She's staring at the dead body and the ghost. And just watching it walk around. Not that you can tell that she's staring at ghosts, but... Just kind of shell-shocked? Well, she's kind of just watching where the ghost is going. Okay. <laughs> and it's Kitty just watching Miki. <laughs> I think from what Kitty knows, Miki would not survive after her first kill north of the wall. So Kitty will take the initiative to then pull Miki towards the exit. I thought she was going to push Miki over the edge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I thought. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you can't survive north of the wall, so you're not going to survive here. <laughs> Survival <laughs> of the, the king. <laughs> well, it's just yeah. like, do I need to take care of Miki right now, or is she going to be fine? Can we put that's up what the fire, Yeah. <laughs> Because I have to now get Miki towards the exit before the fire gets too big. I like how out of the four people in this room, or the five people in this room, only one of them is concerned with the fire. <laughs> Jem's like looking at this fire, sweating nervously. Yeah. Everyone else is in their own world. Like, <laughs> the fire is the lowest priority. Yeah, Kitty's over here pulling out her, like, first psychology textbook from Freud and being like, hmm. <laughs> gonna do about this and Jeff's like the fire <laughs> spellcaster <laughs> yeah patches you can probably grapple which one is that one rogue two by by your turn so i will take us out of combat initiative uh, because rogue two is currently blind so it is easy enough for you to grapple that that person and hold on to them once i grapple him i want to 
grab something that I can tie him up with so that I have secured him and then handle this fire situation. Yeah. Um, it could take you a little while to find something on the floor. If not, you could tear parts of your own costume off to use as, as just fabric to bind the arms. But it is easy enough for you to do. I'll let everyone else do one more thing and then we'll end for tonight and pick up next session there. Uh, I'll just help Patches put out the fire with my coat as well. Miki's probably gonna turn away from the window and then go into the kitchen to find some water. Okay. Oh. So as Patches, uh, or, are you gonna do something else? No, because Kitty was dragging Miki, but I guess Miki just left <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yeah, if Kitty started, like, trying to touch Miki, Miki probably would have just, like, without really thinking of it, just pushed Kitty away. Oh. With that, eventually, <laughs> the <laughs> the three of you have lots of things to think about as you try to put out this fire, like fire. <laughs> with Patches watching over your one captive in this room. And we will pick up there next time. Out of combat order. Or out of combat initiative. Right. Eventually, as you guys are putting out this fire, you do see um, Zalastra and McKinnon come out of those rooms, too. And Kitty, you do note that Miss McKinnon does search for that missing artifact that was on the pedestal that you picked up. Okay. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. Congratulations for making it to the end of our third, I believe, combat of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider liking us on whatever platform you're listening to rating us out of five stars, subscribing, doing all the goodies. We want to thank Wizards of the Coast for creating the framework of Dungeons and Dragons 5e, and also Keith Baker for coming up of the world of Eberron that we're playing in. The Holding Out for a Hero releases bi-weekly, and you can find us mostly wherever podcasts are found. Or you could check us out on YouTube, where we've updated our video format. It's pretty nice if I will have to say so myself. Uh, and thanks, Rudy, for being my moral support, as always. See us in two weeks for episode 14. Bye-bye now.